Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. All right, we are continuing the Hakdama of Sefer Hafez Chaim. We started yesterday. This is day number two, where he is, uh, again, continuing the discussion that the Lashon Hara is the cause. All right, the, the Lashon Hara is the cause of our exile. So he writes like this, V'ka'asher nachbesa derachenu v'nachkora when we examine our ways, which sins, which averot are the main reasons why we are in Galut? You're going to find many of them. Lashon supersedes all of them for the following reasons. He's going to give five, I believe. Five, five, five proofs. Echad. Kevan galutenu. First of all, since Lashon Hara was the, uh, the primary reason why we were exiled in the first place. Like we brought earlier, which was yesterday, we spoke about the Gemara and the Masechet Yoma. If so, as long as we don't seek to fix this, how can there be redemption? We see that this sin caused so much damage to the extent we were exiled from our land. So for sure, we are not coming back in our uh, back to our land until we uh, fix this avera of lashonara. Ve'od second proof. who it is known. Exile was already decreed upon us from the time of the meraglim, the spies. Like it writes in Sefer Teilim, Hashem lifted His hand against the oath against Israel to make them fall and scatter them. So Jewish people were scattered as a result of the sin of the spies. Like Rashi and Ramban explained in that parasha, What was the sin of the spies? It was Lashon Hara. That's all it was. So, again, we have an obligation to fix the sin of Lashon Hara before our Geula. Another proof that Lashon Hara is responsible for our exile. This was the sin that caused the Jewish people to be subjugated with backbreaking work in Mitzrayim. That was written in Parashat Shemot. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he saw the two men fighting, and, uh, he, and he says, well, why are you hitting your brother? The guy says, you're going to hit me like you killed the Egyptian? Moshe Rabbeinu says, how did they figure out? How did they know? They must have told each other. And therefore, again, Perush Rashi says, look Rashi over there, that... Um, that, that he, when Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, um, uh, uh, he clearly writes Rashi over there, that when Moshe Rabbeinu realized that Am Yisrael is speaking Lashon Hara, and that's how they figured this out, 
he says, now I understand why the Jewish people deserve to be punished with back-breaking labor. Fourth proof. In the Midrash in Parashat Kitetse, there it says, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, God says, Ba'olam Hazeh, in this world, Ayedeh She'aya Lashon Hara Benechem, because there's Lashon Hara among you, Silakti Shekhinah Mi Benechem, I have removed my Shekhinah, my Divine Presence, Aval La'atid Lavo, but in the future, when I'm going to get rid of the Yetzirah, that's when I'm going to return my Shekhinah. So again, we see in that Midrash, that as a result of Lashon Hara, God removes His Shekhinah. There's also another pasuk explicitly in Parashat Beracha, that's Parashat Zota Beracha. The Torah tells us, Vahi bishurun melech beitasef rasheam yachad shiftei Israel. And he was a king over Yeshurun. Yeshurun is Israel, he is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When the leaders of the nation gathered and the tribes of Israel were unified. Rashi says there, Peres Rashi Shab, Uma Marsi Fri, Kosmidash, Ematai hu melech bishurun. When will Akados Baruchu, when is he the king over Israel, over Yeshurun? Davka Keshehem Yachat Shivte Israel. Only when they are in unison, when they're unified. Velo Agudot Agudot, and not when they're separate in, 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 uh, in division, in separate divisions. You're right, 100%. And it's known And of course, once you have separate divisions and you have separate groups and separate units, it just leads to Lashonara because I know my group is better than your group and this is why you are no good and this is and everyone starts saying things that probably they don't mean if, and they wouldn't have said if they were unified. So is only Israel. So those were five five proofs. But aside from this, besides from the fact that Lashon Hara prolongs the Galut, it causes other harm. How can Hashem's blessings, which we hope come upon us, how can they happen? When our many sins, we've accustomed ourselves to say, to speak Lashon Hara. He says there is an explicit curse in the Torah regarding this sin. What does the, the Torah say? We read it a few weeks ago in Parashat Kitavo. Cursed is a person who strikes his fellow in secret. How do you strike your fellow in secret? When I strike him, I'm not striking him in secret. It's not like a pitch black, he doesn't know. It's not what the bazooka is talking about. It's Shehu Kaya Lashonara. This applies to someone who speaks Lashonara. Kemoshe Pirish Rashi, like Rashi explains. Ulvad Sha'ar Arurin Sheesham Odarze. And this is to, in addition to all the other curses that apply to someone, that one who speaks Lashonara. Kemwale Kaman Besova Pticha says, by the way, I'm going to list you all these curses later on in the Pticha. Ulvad Ze, and more evils on the Lashonara, goes, Halo Yadua. It is known from the Atzim Gemara and Arachim the severity of this sin is immeasurable. So much so, Chachamim say about this person that he is as if he is mamash denying the existence of uh, 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 of Hashem, and this is brought down in the Rambam 
in, uh, in certain places because when you have a group of cynics and you have a people, of, uh, jokers and, mo- and, pe- and mockers who just like to speak about people, all right, so first they just talk about stupidities and vanities, okay, and that leads them to speak negatively against the, the tzaddikim, the chachamim, and then uh, they, uh, once they're speaking negatively against the chachamim, they're speaking negatively against the prophets, and once you speak negatively against the prophets, against the Torah, and then you just deny God um, outright. So that's the order. That's how the Rambam goes. That a person is punished often in this world for the sin of But the primary punish, punishment, that's saved for him in the world to come. If you want to know more about the severity of Lashonara, he want, goes, look in the Ptichah, which is going to come soon. And as well, my book, Shmirat Lashon. There we're going to cite all the passages of Zohar, all the passages of the Gemara, uh, and the Midrash on this topic. If someone analyzes and studies them well, the hair is going to stand on his head from realizing the gravity um, of, uh, of this sin. Okay, we got a couple of minutes, so we'll just go briefly into the next one. We won't finish it because it's a bit too long. The reason why the Torah was so strict in this sin. Because it provokes the greatest strongest, powerful prosecutor in Shamaim against the Jewish nation. And when you empower him, many people can be slaughtered in various parts of the world. Because this, I'm quoting for you now the Zohar in Parashat Pekudeh. This is what he writes. Zohar. There's a spirit. That is appointed over all those who speak Lashonara. Oh, which many people are moved to, uh, when many people are moved to speak Lashonara. Or even when an individual speaks Lashonara. There is an, uh, an evil, unclean spirit that is aroused. The name of this evil spirit is called friction. It reigns over the arousal of Lashonara. That was initiated by people. It goes up and causes through that arousal of Lashonara death, sword, and carnage in the world. Woe unto all those who arouse this force of Lashonara. By not guarding their mouth and their tongue, and they're not concerned about it. People fail to realize that they're arousing the spirit in the upper spheres based on their actions below. Both for good and for evil. So, In other words, even for the good stuff you do, Baruch Hashem, there are you're arousing good spirits. But you know, people don't realize that. So on one hand, you're speaking on Surah, you're causing evil angels to, to take control uh, and, and know that your actions have an effect in Shemaim. All of the slander cause, arouses the, uh, the great serpent above, 
the snake, the snake of course always is, uh, corresponds to Lashon Hara. To be a prosecutor against the world. All of this happens because of Lashon Hara. When there's an initiation in the world below. And we could say, This is the meaning of that Gemara in Arachin, which we quoted. The Gemara says, Whoever speaks Lashon Hara piles up sins up to the heavens. What does it mean, piling up sins to the heavens? How is that possible? You pile up sins. What, what do you have to tell me up to the heavens? The Pasuk says, They set their mouths until the heavens, their tongues strut on earth. Perush says, This means, although when a person speaks here, his tongue rambles on earth, his mouth has an impact in Shemaim because you are arousing these prosecuting angels in, in heaven. That's what's written in Talan that one speaks, it goes up and reaches the throne of glory. And that's why now we can appreciate the extent of the destruction which the speakers of Lashon bring upon the Jewish nation to be continued tomorrow.